Uh, I just believe in the process, and we're, we're going to win going through the process. Now, Bill's Mafia. It's time for the main event. So sit back and enjoy the show. Bill's Mafia, welcome to the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bill's podcast. I've got Robin, I've got Mark, hey, talking UK <clears throat> Bill's, Bill's news with the UK twist. And I think it's a very interesting, uh, interesting show we're going to have. Three touchdowns, three interceptions, 330 total yards, nine nine takeaway six for 96 yards kickoff return equals three. The actual touchdown, the kickoff run down at 303. Is there a bit, there's a bit of a theme there. Do you call it coincidence? First, first kickoff return, first kickoff return for a touchdown in three years and three months. Yeah. I think it was an omen. Omen or coincidence? Well, the guys certainly took it took it as that, didn't they? You saw them. You saw them in the press conference afterwards. It's 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 turned people into believers, hasn't it? Which it's it's, it's hard not to with everything the guys have gone through over the past week. I mean, I just I can't even I can't even imagine what that must have been like to to to, mm. to have been there a week ago. And my God, what a long week it's been. And we're just fans. Well, what, what yeah. that must be like for, for the organisation to to have done what they've done to even put a team out. Um, to play on on Sunday, not less a team that was it that was the seventh seed, a divisional mm. rival that that's knew the, they that, could win and win and in, and, the, that's, and, the, and that's the thing that away. I think is is forgotten a lot in this is the fact that by like Wednesday they didn't even know if they were going to be playing this game. Yeah, yeah, and to be and to look as good as that offensively at least yep. against the team that themselves have of offensively found themselves in the last couple of weeks, the Patriots, always a good defence. To, to manage to put up 35 points, it should have been 42 points, by the way, um, yep. Gabe, but um, to put up 35 points in a game that four days before they didn't even know if they were going to be playing in, they had a teammate mm. in the hospital that they still didn't know if was going to be alive. I mean, it, it, you can't speak highly enough of the effort that the coaching staff, the trainers, and the players have put in. It's incredible. Yeah, mm. I think, I think I, I remember actually. Obviously, I've, I don't know. I don't know about you, Robin. If you were up, if you were watching, or managed to catch a stream on the thing, or you caught up on the next day. Obviously, with the time difference when you're in sunny. The week seventeen. The week seventeen game. <laughs> yeah, the Bengals. I was game. at the airport. The 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 game kicks off five thirty a.m. Dubai time. Um, so I was literally at the arriving at the airport um, and was watching it on my phone while we were printing the the luggage labels out. So I was watching it with the sound off, mm. trying to piece together what what had what had happened. It was it was um, yeah bizarre and, and and yeah shocking. Sorry, you were saying. I just I think with that I was up pretty much. I think I think I didn't barely went to bed. I think I got about an hour sleep just before I was due to wake up on that one. It, mm. it really did throw you and just seeing this whole week and as of about a few hours ago, he's been discharged from yeah. UC back in Buffalo in a hotel, in a, in a hotel, in a hospital <laughs> back yeah. in Buffalo. Yeah. One step at a time, mate. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> the fact that... Through fact a table. That it was quite funny time, though. It was quite funny when um, like during the week, 
and the news was obviously getting progressively better and better and better as mm. you know it was he's communicating somehow you know he's yeah, yeah. not not critical or still critical but better improving there seems like there's functions there he's he, he's awake and he's at home then he was communicating and one of my friends from um that's a titans fan sent me a message saying it'll be the team to play the patriots at this rate <laughs> <laughs> It's just remarkable because I mean, I say, a couple of days later, he's actually um, starting to breathe on his own. Obviously, yeah. can communicate at time via writing and just um, and touch. Then obviously talking, waking up, and after the um, kickoff return yesterday, he was he actually set off all the alarms in the ICU. <laughs> yeah. He jumped out of the bed for that touchdown. Uh, and, no, no, no mobility <laughs> issues there, is there? And oh, yeah. also. Showing the um the fight and the um and the instinct on there since he's been released he's doing physical therapy walking having a diet he's neurologically in intact brain wise no other issues it's truly I would have said it's a Christmas miracle but it was just a few weeks it was about a week after Christmas. Well, and the medical staff. I mean, you can't say enough, oh, yeah. like, you can't say enough amazing things about them. It's a, it's a miracle of science. You what one might argue. I mean, what was that CPR for nine minutes? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that that doesn't even bear that doesn't even bear thinking about, does it? I mean, nine minutes, no. and they've got not only did they get him back, but they've they've got him back so far as as best as we can make out. Um, same, as, same as, as intact as, as you could possibly possibly hope for. Do you think anyone's told him how much we've raised for the GoFundMe yet? Because I, 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 I'd, I'd be a bit guarded. I know you wanted two and a half thousand. Guess what? We've got. A I bit. can tell you, we got past that. Yeah, it's done. It's done okay. <laughs> We're doing all right, D. We're doing want, all right. But we'll you tell you the real to, figure when you when you're 100 percent when you're at home because I don't you want to. Really charge, you wanted two thousand five hundred. You got two thousand five hundred and one dollars. Yeah, now don't temper his expectations a little bit on that one. Do you know uh, what though about I, about that? Like finding out about his his charity, and I think amidst the, I, I was like you, Matt, watched it, watched it live, and then you end up like doom scrolling for mm. for hours on end afterwards. Mm. Mm. Much like I was after the the Christian Eriksen thing during the Euros, mm. and at least with Eriksen there was the thumbs up, and he was seemingly kind of you know he was awake before he left the pitch. You didn't get that with Demar Hamlin, and it was I, I spent hours just almost fearing the worst, waiting to hear that you were going to hear something terrible. Yeah, knowing it was my like the first day back in the office the next day. <laughs> And um, you just had to, yeah, it was it was a horrible, horrible night. Um, but one of the positives that has come out of it is because, you know, I didn't know a huge amount about Hamlin before, um, you know, knew, knew about a bit about him as a player, um, but finding out more about him as an individual and as a man um, and what, what he's about and what he stands for. And the country finding out about that, and the world finding out about that, has been a real positive, I think. Yeah, mm. and I will. I will admit that every time I actually saw a post coming up on there, it did get a little bit emotional. I will. I will yeah. admit that. I'm. I'm. A, I'll admit. I'll admit to that and all that. But as most people have said on there, 
it's not just the the guys at um UC Hospital, but obviously Denny Kellington, the assistant athletic trainer, the first responder on there to actually give him that CPR. And it was a very touching, touching um, scene when John Brown, and we'll talk about this in, in a second when we review the game, on his touchdown, actually gave the ball directly to Denny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've got to, it's just, just how much that really shows that learn CPR, get all that sort of stuff sorted, get first aid trained and all that, because literally will save someone's life. No, they literally did. Yeah. Yeah. But this is what we're here for. We're here to talk Patriots, Bills, Week 18, second seed on the line because of um, unforeseen poor. Circumstances the Raiders couldn't be asked to beat the Chiefs, the bastards. Yeah, really phoned that one in, didn't they? Not really worth watch staying up to watch that game. But I mean, what a game to really to really start off or to actually celebrate what's happened this week. And there's a funny story. We actually in the bell, we actually missed live that opening touchdown. No, (laughs) what happened? No way. Charlie, Charlie from Bills from Afar wanted yeah. to watch the uh, the Man City Chelsea Cup game. Obviously, that was over <sighs> quite early. He um, chose his so, side there, didn't he? Yeah. When when they turned it over, they actually um I think they pressed the wrong TV buttons because we had a couple of Steelers in the other bar watching Steelers Browns um on Game Pass and on our one, obviously the live one. They put that game on. All we could hear was. The Browns um, Pittsburgh video with the Bills commentary. Oh, <laughs> for God's sakes! But it's that game. I think, I think you can't really have anything bad to say about that game, even though you want to say stuff bad about that game. You just can't this week. This week they get a it, mulligan. They give me. It give puts me it, it puts everything bad or everything critical you were going to. We were probably going to say about the game into some kind of perspective, doesn't it? it it's mm. hard. It's hard to get worked up about uh, a dropped pass here or there, or dare I say, dare I say, a Josh Allen red zone interception, um, without sort of just remembering the context of what everyone was was going through. And it's probably given us all, hopefully, a little bit of pause before you try and get too worked up about. Um, you know the honest, um, honest errors of a you know a day's of a day's game that we're all going to uh, to review, doesn't it? I, th- I yeah. think it's. I, th- I think you're exactly right. It's it's almost like a, who cares in this game? Yeah. It was with the emotion mm. in it, with the lack of time to prepare um, that that they had, minds being completely elsewhere, and then the the raw. You know the the raw sentiment and feeling when you know you're going to play and he's getting better and it must be it's, it's so difficult and let's not let's you know the Patriots are a good side and they yep. it wasn't as though they were turning up to be to be rolled over they had something huge to play for here yeah. and have, have yeah. missed out or missed out on the playoffs because of it they were always going to come in play hard they played well yeah. um yeah I, I I don't care I don't care about the errors this this game. Mm. Mm. They found another way to win as well, haven't they? Yeah. 
winning all three levels. Winning all three phases. Found, found a way to do it. What a moment, though. What a moment. It almost, almost the second one for me is... You know, the, the the first one is almost, you know, it's like you can't write this script. It was movie ending. It was storybook. Ridiculous. Yeah. But the second one's the one that wins us the game, isn't it? Because it's yeah, yeah. Off, off the back of a couple of a couple of mistakes, off the back of them taking the lead, next play, all the way down the end of the field. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Patriots had the lead. Well, we... talk, talking about funny numbers and, and and what have you. The Patriots had the lead at seventeen fourteen for thirteen seconds. Yeah, read of that. I... Have uh, what you will. <laughs> We're used to thirteen, know, 13 seconds. Is... <laughs> A lot we can happen in that time. Uh, exactly. Look, look at that. Time to time to run one back. Yeah. So, but no, I think, and I think at that point, I think up until that point when Hind actually did got the second score on touchdown, he had more kick return yards than the Bills had on offense at that time. Oh yeah. That that shows <clears throat> that shows either the Patriots absolutely sucked on special teams or it is that emotion that um that fight and that um spirit of see I think Dam Demar actually um messaged him just before the game to uh, yeah. that just focus to actually get those extra few yards on there was just a sight a sight to behold to be <clears> honest and it set it set the tone for what in the end was a comfortable <laughs> win but at times was quite nervy because you had mm -hmm. you had um at one point Mac Jones going something like like 17 for 20 or something and actually before he threw those three interceptions and you're thinking, what the fuck has happened here? How the fuck have we made Mac Jones look like Tom Brady? <laughs> They're playing well at the minute, off offensively, as I mm. mentioned in the last couple of, as they alluded to in the in the broadcast. Um, they played well against the Dolphins. They they found a bit of offensive rhythm, and they continued that in this game. It's a different type of offense, and they've introduced play action, which they haven't done. They were, I think, going into last week, they were the team that did it the least, um, and they've massively introduced it since the Dolphins game, and it worked for them. They 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 utilized it well. Um, we we had to make some adjustments because you rightly pointed out they were they were playing well with it, especially first half. Um, but yes, second half adjustments counted, and then Matt Jones had to start doing Matt Jones things and. That, that resulted in lots of interceptions and, and lots of fun for us. I think there's also an argument that you could say that the stat about more kickoff return yards than offensive yards is also is bended a little bit by the fact that having the kickoff return makes you lose an offensive possession. Um, so it's it automatically you're you're going to be down one and hugely up and you know a hundred yards or whatever it was is there's not many times you drive 100 yards in mm. a game. So, um, yeah, he was always going to have a bit of a head start. Bless him. And good for him. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's the other thing as well, and not, again, I'm, I'm just going to have to say it, um, we had to shuffle the secondary around because of because of the players we, we, we no longer have. So we're now on, you know, we had to bring um, Rhodes in, didn't we, at safety. We got... Um, 
Kyrie Lem started opposite Trey White, who had a bit of a slow start, but Trey seemed to get a lot better as it, as it went on. He, I think the pick did him the world of good, and yeah. he, he seemed to be absolutely really good. And that's I, that's another game that, he, that he's going to have. But if I remember rightly, I think they took Elam off, didn't they, after a bit? And there were, there were yeah, they, 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 they seem to be doing that thing of of <clears throat> see who's see, see who's working out, and if it's not, let's let, let's get the other guy on. Um, we're trying to done Dane Jackson in the arm actually because he could have. Taron Johnson had a great game, I thought. Oh, Taron Johnson was fantastic, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, had a, he, had a, he had a great game. Him, him and Poyer were huge. Poyer, Poyer led the team with seven tackles. Um, he's going to be crucial in, a, in this playoff yes. run. Because uh, ultimately, you're right. It's, you know, we're down two safeties. Um, so how well Jordan Poyer manages to play is going to be massive to how our success goes. Still haven't lost this season when he's been played though. 12-0 now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. There's talk of Hyde being back, whether it will or not, is probably... And it, even if even if he is, look at what happened with um, with Trey. Mm. Is, is he going to be like firing all cylinders, Micah Hyde, if he comes back in in a playoff game? Do you want that against... Pat Mahomes, if suddenly he's available, yeah, I don't know. I don't you've got know. four games. There's only four. I mean, you, you put it like this: there's four games left. Yeah, that's that's not enough. Even if he, even if he started against the Dolphins and he won't, um, that's probably not enough to get him up to the Micah Hyde we know and love. I I, I, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. I think God, I think it's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, you mentioned earlier that obviously the Bills are finding ways to win. They're also finding the way which other teams are struggling to do this season is actually just mid-game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they they made that adjustment and it proved beneficial because they got the turnovers, they got the three interceptions. Okay, we <clears> lost the we look pretty much Singletary lost they have lost the fumble uh, when it was punched out straight after we um we got the interception. Yeah. But the adjustment on the um not just for the defense, but the offense as well. Yes, yeah. Josh was not not firing on all cylinders. Was misfiring a couple of times, trying yeah. shots where where he should start learning to go back to the middle, um, the, the 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 ten to nineteen <clears throat> sort of yard range. I think that was just the emotion getting the better of him. That was, you know, Josh is kind of like he likes to play hero ball a little too much anyway, but. In a game of that magnitude, with what's with what's gone on, it must be difficult to not want to get it all on every play um, to, mm. to do it for your mate and your teammate. So, yeah, I like I said, he gets a pass for me this week. Yeah, he, there was a few that, that that was off target. So, and weirdly, they all seem to be. I, I think it sort of makes Gabe Davis look slightly less effective than he actually is. I mean, you take away that one, a lot of them were slightly inaccurate. A lot of them were slightly just he just blasted it over the guy's head, and no one, you know, no one's catching that. Yeah. But what is amazing about Josh Allen is, and and certainly compared to last year and maybe the year before, is that if he does have a few bad throws, he forgets about it, and then he pulls one out to John Brown. And then he pulls out a sixty-yard what a catch as well field yeah. to Diggs who hadn't had a catch for half an hour. Yeah, in I mean, just knowing the rush is coming, knowing he's going to get a tap as well from. Yeah. from that. I mean, give me, give me Josh that can do that throw there to Stefan Diggs, and Josh that can 
without by the way like much that the throw to digs it's like a little wrist flick yeah yeah he didn't it's even like, he didn't even put the effort in did he, he, gives, he just like put, it put that to put that to mac jones and he's got to put his entire body into that um, yeah. to get that kind of distance but to make that throw make the throw he made to john brown give me that player knowing that you're going to have five six seven eight cap like throws every game that are seemingly a little bit inaccurate give me brett Favre yeah. over yeah. david carr any day of the yeah. week yeah mm. well if if we talk about the receiving core and all that is an interesting thing for you who do you think with at least 20 targeted a minimum of 20 targeted um mm. passes from allen who do you think's got the Poor. At least twenty targets, best cast percentage. Knox. Yes. Catch. Yes. Completion percentage. Point eight percent. Second is Devin Singletary. So it's the short one. So does that say that the shorter stuff is the stuff that's having the higher percentage? Yeah, because makes James a bit of sense. Cook, James Cook is sixty-five point six. He only had twenty-one of thirty-two. Gabe right. Davis is down at fifty one point six percent. Yeah, down season no, for him. No, no question. Yeah, and obviously Diggs is seventy point one. Yeah, fifty percent isn't good enough. Um, no. I think there's there's no doubt about that. It's 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 a tricky one with him. He's always been a bit of a boom or bust guy anyway. But you let him off because you know second major second main year. Um, kind of first year as the full de facto number two. Um, mm. But like that, I mean, that the touchdown pass at the end that he dropped last year, he makes that catch. Yeah. Um, it feels like the you get the crazy games with him where he goes and scores three touchdowns and looks like the best wide receiver in the NFL. Um there hasn't been that so much this season. Um, and it, it's a concern and it's something they'll address going forward. I still think he's a great player, but he's far, been far too droppy this year. I saw a beautiful thing moment from uh, Dawson Knox after that that drop. Dawson Knox ran straight over to Gabe Davis, put his arm around him, whispered something in his ear. And I wonder if he was just letting on something because Knox, a little bit droppy those first couple yeah, yeah. of years, wasn't he? And then, and then year three, he really pulled it all together, and you know he's been he's been pretty much fantastic and solid um, ever since. And I just wonder if he's just gonna um, just giving him a thing like no, just stay with it, mate. With you, 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 with you, it. You, you, you're gonna be good. It's interesting, isn't it? Because he he had this has been a year as him as you say being mm-hmm. a wide receiver too. He was kind of a bit of a slot guy, and he's not he's not really been doing that quite so much and I just wonder if that change of play the change of type of receiver that they want him to be is probably what's what's perhaps given him the pressure you're almost playing with house money as a rookie aren't you and he made some great great plays made some great catches and now he's going to have to be the WR2 and I just wonder if that's that's playing on his mind because it must be I, I also th- I also think teams will have tape on him now you know teams yeah. know what yeah. he's about they'll probably be he'll be drawing better quality corners than he was drawing before um so the attention that he's getting especially after the chiefs game in the playoffs last year 
um, the attention that he draws is is significantly different now than it was last year. He needs to learn to, like you said, to stick with it and um, work out what he needs to do to to bring to get that percentage higher. I'm sure he can. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's it's something. I mean, obviously they've got we've got now Brown and Beasley, and <clears throat> if I remember it during the playoffs, there's no limit on how many times they can be they can be called up. Which is which is which yeah is good for that, and maybe it is a case of getting them in a little bit more together, both Brown and Beasley up, and taking that pressure off Gabe Davis. I mean, he's only had seven catches or read this season from Cole, Cole Beasley, but he's at eighty-five point seven percent, six or seven of targeted passes. Yeah. And you've got so, there's something that bizarre thing. that says to me that he's going to have a big playoffs. So I don't know why, and we'll probably listen back to this in a month's time. And he hasn't played, but he hasn't played a snap. <laughs> but there's just there's something that says to me he's going to play a crucial role in the playoffs somewhere. Yeah, I think the other thing really now is is obviously the run game. I think we're look, looking at it this time round. Cook had more snaps by far. Than Singletary, and seems to be starting to move into that one A type of role now. Mm-hmm. I think I More think going forward, well, high average, like like um like they're doing with the cornerback too, trying to run run with the the steady hand. I think now that's what they've got to do with um with the running back actually still having one A one B, but focus more of that run game through Cook, who, when you're seeing him run, seeing him move, is a pretty much a splitting image of his of his brother. He's figuring it out, isn't he, in a, in a rookie year? Yeah, and he had as much much running yards as Singletary and Josh Allen put together, didn't yeah. he, 45, from his, uh, from his nine carries, which is fantastic. And if, as you say, Singletary's the pass-catching running back, that's just another... It's another, it's another string to the bow, isn't it? They're getting... Mm. They're getting um, Better word than adequate. They're getting they're getting production from the run game, and it's just just brings them back to the point that they they get they're winning in a, in in lots of different ways. I like I also like is because like if you remember when James Cook was brought in, he was brought in as a pass catching running back. Mm. Um, yeah. that was kind of the thing, you know, why they why they particularly went for him. So if the if those roles have sort of switched a little bit, the good thing is now at least you know that when James Cook's in. Whereas before it was okay, this is a passing down. You don't have that tell anymore. Mm. And same with Singletary, you don't know he can still catch the ball out the backfield. So it's nice that the defense gets no clue as to what we're going to do by which back is playing. Yeah, I think I think it's good. I mean, it's going to be an interesting off season for sure. Because I mean, obviously. We've mentioned it so many times that Singletary is um, is pretty much out of contract. Do they see yeah. value in him being a third rounder, or do they go? Do they look to a draft to get someone else in? And there are some this running back class this year is is slated to be a lot better than next year's um, running back class. So if they want to, if they're going to find that replacement for Singletary. It's this year, really, and and even lower in this um, in the draft. 
you've seen what um Pichetto of um from the Chiefs have done, you've seen what um Damian Pierce has done, both lower on there. You don't have to go out and spend big for um or even reward them when new contracts go big on there. So we might kind of be seeing Cook now start to take over a lot more and potentially Singletary walking out the door, possibly. Yeah. I, I, I can't see Singletary being around next season. Um, I think that they will, if if it continues this way through the playoffs, let's not forget Singletary had an excellent playoffs last year. So mm. let's, um, let's see what, what happens this time around. If Cook continues to be the more featured back, I think that's it for Singletary. Um, and whoever then becomes wide um, running back to... Is it Hines? Is it someone else that they pick up in the draft? I don't see that they will be looking to give Singletary a, a new contract, particularly. You, yeah. you, 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 you pretty much going to have to extend Tremaine Edmonds. You're going to have to extend Ed Oliver. I'll, I'll maintain that they don't extend Jordan Poy, but if you did, which blows my, which there. blows my there's mind there. that they like on current form. How can you not extend Jordan Poy? Yeah. How can yeah. you not? This, this, I have be ludicrous. I have a feeling they're going to have words with Josh. I think Josh about um, taking a not not pay cut as such, but taking a cut hit into his um into his um cap hit to make um make uh, make space on the salary cap. I could I could probably see that happening in the um in the off season. And you know, Josh, he'll be he'll be all for that. Oh, he'll do it. And uh, oh, it's all about team-friendly deals. But, I mean, Jordan Poy is going to be 32. Hyde, Hyde's back for another year, even assuming that he's 100%. I, I mean, I don't... Why we're would gonna need another so we need we're gonna need another safety. Let's 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 not, not, and not Jordan, that any Jordan Poyer isn't gonna be in any hurry to leave the current Super Bowl champions, is he? So let's um no. let's if you do get him back, I think you're only getting him back for a year or two at the most. And yeah. you 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 sort of delay you've still got two guys in their thirties who are not gonna, you know, who are not getting any younger. And I just yeah. think I agree. Safety safety has to be a need in the in the draft. Yeah, I think especially well, now with all, with all the will in the world, you don't know whether Demar Hamlin is ever going to come no. back. Who no. knows? Um, and especially, I, I don't. You look at someone like Christian Eriksen who now has to pay play with a pacemaker. If that's if that's something that he has to go through, I don't even know if the NFL allows that. Um, so that's no, <clears> no way. No. Um, so I, I think you have to. You know, you've probably, unfortunately, got to assume that we don't see him on a field for Buffalo again. Um, yeah. In which case, it makes safeties a massive need in the draft. Yeah, yeah. I I think the last thing we've got to talk about, obviously, is the is defense. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about more and more about the effectiveness going into the playoffs and all that. But it's finally glad to see Edmonds actually um, get that fucking pick. Yeah. yeah, so many times. Bit of lovely bit of play as well, wasn't it? Knocked the ball up in the air and he came down with a brilliant bit but of play. I think I think the lack of Von Miller is, is hurting us a little bit. Yeah. Obviously, we've got Russo, who's been generating a bit of pressure, both in the run game, obviously got the only <clears> sack of the, um, the game on there. But it's kind of making up for the fact that you haven't got Von Miller, that obviously Milano and Edmonds are playing pretty much all pro level yeah, and actually really helping us out a little bit more. And obviously Taron Johnson having 
continuing to shine yeah. and you're just looking at that and thinking there is a bit of concern when especially when we come up against oh excuse me against the bengals supposingly they beat the ravens which after last they should, they should the fact that we're going to have to generate that pressure if we're going to throw Burrow off, but if we get if we can get a bit more steady and actually get and at least stop that run game a little bit more, and we could be in a good we'll be in a good spot. But it's just good now to see that Edmonds has clicked this year in his contract year, and they're gonna they want to keep him. They're gonna have to say well, they're gonna have to make a loads of decisions yeah in this yeah. off season yeah yeah uh, i think and, uh, the one was... Ed Oliver. yeah definitely i think he's he's done another breakout one i mean is there any last thoughts before before we wrap up and before i give you this omen of a um of oh a... your omen <laughs> it's yes. not the 90 it's not the, it's not the 1990 omen is it Oh, for fuck's sake. What oh, sorry. I'll let you say it. I'll let you say it, Matt. I'll let you Don't say it. Don't ruin it for me. I'm not going to I'm not gonna. steal it. I won't steal your thunder. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, one is Josh Allen. One is yes. Josh Allen. Last year, at this same point, well, obviously, the game less this year. Last year, he was 63.3% um, um, quarterback rating or pass percentage. 259 yards per game, 42 um, touchdowns, 15 interceptions, 92.2 passer rating, 763 rushes. This year, 63.3% completion, 267 pass yards per game, 42 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 96.6 passer rating, 762 rush yards. And people, we, obviously, we moan about obviously the fact that they has had these games where he's tried to play hero ball. But until I saw that, you just don't realize how how consistent he is being, mm-hmm. regardless of the inceptions he's thrown. Less inceptions, okay, he's had a game less this year, but it's yeah. I mean. It... <laughs> It's almost like we take it for granted how amazing he is, mm. and we, we're getting to that stage where you kind of you're nitpicking when he has slightly poorer games, but actually he's he's just consistently brilliant. I keep thinking back to that 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 John Brown play where he evades the tackle, rolls out to his right, that heads down the sideline, finds the receiver. How many times do we see that in a season? Yeah. It's yeah. like there isn't anyone else in the NFL that can do that. Even Pat Mahomes can't make that play. No, um, yeah. so yeah. It was good to see John Brown doing that, and just if you saw it, they did the um, he brought a celebrate his wacky celebration back, and yeah, but it it shows just the chemistry that why he wanted to bring Brown back and Beasley back, the fact that no one else would have understood as soon as Brown saw him actually point, he knew where he was going, and that ball pretty much fell on into his lap. Yeah, it was perfectly thrown, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's just brilliant. Is there anything else you want to sign? You want to sign off with before I give the stat, which Robin? Go on, give it, give it, give us this, give us the stat, Matt. I want to hear the. Give stat. us the stat, Matt. Go on, let's clear the runway. Okay. 
Are you ready, everybody? Go on. Are you ready? Drum rolls, drum rolls, please. Yeah. Here it comes. First, the Bills' first of four straight Super Bowl appearances was Miami at home in the playoffs. That mm-hmm. season, they were 13-3, and three, losing at Miami. Jim Kelly's fifth year as well, and this is Josh Allen's fifth season. Do you believe in Owens? Do you know what the score was in that in that playoff game against Miami? Yeah, I don't know that one. That's one. Yeah. 44-33. <laughs> no, 44-34, I think, because they Bills went 10 up, and then it was touchdown, 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 and the Bills kept staying 10 ahead. And it was just Marino went down the field, touchdown. Kelly went down the field, touchdown. It was a yeah mental one. I think the defense must have been just had a day off. But uh, <laughs> in terms of throwing passes and touchdowns and uh, celebrations, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Uh, so, is there anything else you wanna you wanna sign off with? Oh, you know, just happy he's at hospital. Happy he's well. Yeah. Nothing else really matters. I kept on, you know, w- watching the game and. You know, during in the run up to the game, there's bits of me that was like, "Oh, am I, am I a bit fucked off that we're not going to be number one seed?" Do you know what? Mm. I'm not. It's like who cares? It's um, the season. It's a week that none of us as Bills fans are ever going to forget, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it feels like the season has taken on a different kind of standing now, and a different kind of belief, and a different kind of mentality to before it was all about every i banged on about that fucking number one seed every week uh, how we can't throw away these stupid games then something like this happens and you kind of think does it does it matter does it is it is it that important you know let's go and win some football games we, we you know i think we haven't touched on it but what the what the nfl decided to do um with their potential neutral venue and that kind of thing i think that's probably the fairest thing that they could have done don't Great. tell that to certain Chiefs fans. Fuck. Oh, no. fuck, fuck yeah, but they're, fucking, they're, turning, they're turning into fucking Patriots fans now, aren't they? They're just fuck. fucking whining about every yeah. about everything now. And but, by the way, yeah. by the way, if there's the Chiefs are annoying as fuck anyway, right? But that yeah. ring a ring of Rosie's play that they pulled oh, in their yeah. game. My God, if like every team should play that before they go and play the Chiefs. And if that's not red rag to a bull for the defense to go and smash them in their fucking mouth, then I don't yeah. know what is. It's it's disrespectful. It's it yeah, it takes the absolute piss. And yeah. Um, yeah. I hope I whoever it is they play first, likely to be the Jags. I hope the Jags smash their fucking back doors in. I I'm going to make a prediction which we can timestamp. I think it'll be the Chargers, and I think the Chargers beat them. Because they the Chiefs Chiefs beat them thirty twenty seven during during the season and they were lucky they got lucky mm. in that in that last thing and yes it was Mahomes magic but they are due a kick in they are because they they've been limping to the finish line the Raiders didn't turn up if the Raiders had, had tried or if they if they had a, a seeding I think that thing could have been close they are they are due a punch in the face a, a metaphorical figurative punch what? in the face I- and. I, I think I, I think I think it's the Chargers. I think Jacksonville could give them a game as well. But I have a funny feeling the Chargers will get past the Jags. And I think the Chargers beat them. And if, I don't if, think the Chiefs make the championship game. If, if the Broncos, who have been the Broncos this season, <laughs> yes. can, can keep them to within three points, the Jags Texas or the Chargers. Yeah, Texas took yeah. a door over time. Um, they should have won it as well. They had the, they, they got the ball. Absolutely back should have done. They fumbled. absolutely should have done. Yeah, they've like you said, they haven't played well in the um 
in in the final mm. few games of the season. I'd just yeah yeah. I would I love, love, it. Love, I love it. Let's hope it. Let's I mean, hope not playing a neutral venue. I, I think basically I'll make you one more prediction. I think the winner of the Bills Bengals because I think it will be Bills Bengals in the divisional round. Not wanting to get ahead of ourselves. I think the winner of that wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. There you go. There's a prediction. There's a prediction. But yeah, no, I do hope that someone does take, even if it's us, take Chiefs off the pedestal. Because obviously the Bills brought um, really um, sucker punched or what's, what's the word they used? Actually, um, cried their way into actually getting the Chiefs off of um, home field advantage. They lost out on the number one seed. And just some of the tweets when they're actually talking about Hamlin, oh, they could just take him off and do CPR off the field oh, and all sure. that. They could have played and all that. The fact the fact of the matter is, yeah, they've got number one seed. Who gives a shit? They lost to us. They've lost to the Bengals this season. Yeah. They're telling yeah. they're telling <clears> us <throat> that we haven't earned the right for number one. They hadn't earned the right to number one. Correct. Yeah, you're yeah. exactly right. I think yeah. considering because there there is a, a school of thought, isn't there, where you just say that's not a game, you and you just carry on and it is what it is. Um and that would have been the easiest thing to do. Um mm. but I think the NFL have as as you say, Matt, they've taken a line on it that it doesn't seem right that you give the team kind of a a default number one seed having lost to the two two teams that have that will miss out because of it. Um, yeah, I think I think the neutral venue is completely correct, and if we keep winning, we'll never have to go and play at a another team's stadium mm. as the away team. Um, yeah. So yeah, that seems fair to me. And the one last thing I'm going to mention, and on Sunday we held a raffle. We obviously held a normal fifty-fifty raffle on there. There was a hundred and eighty-one pound raised. Um, a Steelers fan actually won one of the oh, tickets. God. <laughs> took took the money, Charming. took eighty one pound of the money, but gave fifty back to the charity. So we've got one hundred thirty one in the pot. There's also a PayPal set up for people to donate, which has hit ninety quid already, mainly due to a certain Trish Patel actually donating fifty fifty quid. Oh, chaotic! But, yeah. yeah, the goddess of chaos. Love her. Yeah. <laughs> But if anyone out there is listening, they want to they want to donate. We're going to put together what we've got in the raffle and what we get on donations as as a UK bills payment to Hamlin's charity. And we're also doing a little bit to T Higgins' charity as well because he Brilliant. deserves some love after yeah. that. Yeah. Just send a PayPal with the reference DH three to ukbackers at gmail and we'll put it towards the uh, the final donation and send it off. And all I've got left to say is for Mark and Robin, myself, Matt, find us on all the socials as usual. And it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for listening and let's go Buffalo Bills. Go Bills. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't know anything about work? You don't know anything about work? Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.